The Lord is my shepherd. As many of you know, a couple weeks ago I went on a silent retreat. Uh, priests are required by canon law to do a five-day retreat every, every year. Um, I like to do an eight-day silent Ignatian retreat up in South Dakota. And leading up to it, I had noticed, I noticed that I didn't have as much energy as I typically do. This has been an odd year for all of us, right? And I was like, I don't, I noticed that when I was in so, social situations or crowds, that I didn't have as much energy to meet new people, you know, something that takes more energy from us usually. And I, I felt, I was feeling more uh, burdened by decisions and dealing with difficulties and finding it easy to get overcome with anxiety and things like that. So kind of noticing that and noticing that from my experience that this is what I need. That, that the most renewing human activity, the most recreating human activity is prayer. Is being with the Lord of creation. Giving him space to renew us. The, the Prince of Peace. And that's, that's what happened for me. In our gospel today, the apostles were, they had come back to Jesus and they were telling him all about all that they had done and taught. And Jesus invites them, come away. I mean, they were so busy they didn't have time to eat. You ever, you ever get so busy that you miss a meal? If we're too busy that we don't eat, we're too busy. <laughs> Usually. And so Jesus invites them away, come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. That this is Jesus, the good shepherd, who's always keeping his disciples, his apostles, and us, our, our good and mind. And this, this rest that he invites us into is, is so important that it's been with us from the beginning, that when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments, the third commandment is to honor the Sabbath. So from the beginning, God has known that. Is, is the Sabbath for God or for us? Does the, does the Sabbath help God or does it help us? God, God is perfect. God's fine. He's, he's great. You know? God doesn't need anything from us. The Sabbath is God's gift to us. It's to renew us. But just like any gift, we don't have to receive it. We don't have to accept. We don't have to do anything with it. And now, not everybody's able to get away for eight days or a couple days for retreat or rest or vacation. But because of that commandment to honor the Sabbath, God invites every one of us to take at least one day a week to rest. Typically, that's Sunday, right? Well, it used to be, but now Sunday's like the catch-up day, right? <laughs> Sunday's the day to get ready for the week. All the stuff we didn't get done, so we're ready for Monday. Or, hey, it's an open day, so let's do all the sporting events on Sunday, you know? And so, over time, it's, it's crowded out rest. But we still have control of our lives, right? That we, we can do things to help create that rest that renewal. Maybe we have to even first ask ourselves, am I convinced that taking a day 
to honor the Lord, a day for rest, am I convinced that that's actually good for me? Do I feel like I'm going to get behind other people or something? I was talking to the, the manager of La Fonda restaurant, and he was saying how currently, if you want to go to La Fonda restaurant, they're closed on Sundays and Mondays. And I was like, wow, what's that done for you? He said, do you know that we do more business now in five days than we used to do in seven days? That principle is also true for us in our lives. That when we take time to rest and be renewed, we actually have more energy and life for all the other days. But you don't know it till you've tried it. And so, are we willing to try that? Are we open to that? Um, and so, how can we do that? Well, I don't know. You know, maybe there's businesses. It used to be, remember, well, I don't really remember, but remember Blue Laws, right? Like, <laughs> businesses would be closed on Sundays. Um, why is it that I want Chick-fil-A on Sunday more than any other day, you know? <laughs> it works, right? Um, but, but so what does that do is we'll... All your employees, Mike and Rhonda started this in the last year or so. They're closed on Sundays, which is probably their busiest day. When people are on vacation in Flagstaff, they want to get some breakfast together, go to brunch. And, and now she says, all my employees are free to go to church and to be with their families. And so maybe, maybe, maybe I do what I can to avoid going to as many restaurants and stores on Sundays. Maybe, I don't know, try that. Uh, maybe instead of, maybe in addition to going to church, we could have a meal as a family. We could spend extra time in prayer. You know, people say, well, I like to pray the rosary occasionally. Maybe Sunday's our day to go on a walk and pray the rosary. I know every time I pray the rosary afterwards, I feel a greater sense of peace. Maybe there's other exercise. Maybe taking a nap. You know, like people, it's not... Taking a nap, a lot of good people took, take naps, you know? <laughs> but like schedule it, like, you know, in this afternoon I'm gonna take a nap. It's like, great, own it, you know? Like, um, I, I suggest what I found, I, I have found so much peace in leaving my phone on silent. But maybe Sundays is the day we do that for ourselves, where there's no notifications, and we try to be present to where we are where we, we don't check email, where we don't try to get caught up. Because what does that do? Whenever, whenever we do those things, it takes me away from present to somewhere else. But the Lord invites us to be present, uh, the Lord who is always present to us and with us, that I can be present with him who's present to me. Uh, maybe it means instead of doing all the yard work on Sunday, why don't we do it on Saturday and then enjoy sitting in the yard with everything done on Sunday? Uh, you notice the activities I'm not mentioning, and this is from my own experience as well, is um, watching a lot of TV or shows or um, Netflix and that kind of stuff. It, those kind of things uh, can be relaxing, but they're not renewing. It, it, I might be at ease. I might be distracted and have some diversion. But, but then I come back to all those, that list of things I haven't done. 
And so we can do those things, but like, have, have you ever like watched, have you ever binge watched TV and then got up and walked away feeling better about yourself? <laughs> or, or watched a sporting event for a couple hours and then, you know, and then you have to deal with the son's lost hangover, you know? Like, you don't, it's not renewing, right? But if you go hiking for three hours, you're renewed. And so, why, why is, it, is, it, is it just about rest? I, I, St. Irenaeus says that the glory of God is man fully alive. That God desires to delight in us, delighting in life. And there's so many things that crowd in and, and steal our peace. And that's what happens when we, when we take a day of rest. And we take time every day for rest and being with the Lord. It reminds me that the Prince of Peace, the God of life, is with me. That I don't live just to work. But actually, God is the one who's doing work and he's working on me. That I'm not perfect. And when I give myself over to him and to rest, it allows him to keep working on me. Whereas I might distract myself and keep really busy, usually, it's because I don't like what I see. I was talking to some other people about the silent retreat, and this one person said, he's like, if I'm silent for more than a day or two, I get totally annoyed and frustrated with myself. Like, I can't be alone with myself. And that's what happens on a silent retreat. In silence, we kind of see further down in the lake that what's deeper down within us emerges. Like, what, there was one day um, on my retreat where I felt myself getting really anxious, which is, which is not like me. And, but it also doesn't take much to get us anxious, right? You start thinking about all the problems in the world and, and all these things, and, and what if this happens, and uh, all this divisiveness, and all these things that I have no control over. And we notice our anxiety, just like, ah, and we can't do anything. Like, I, I, and that's, that's exactly it, right? I can't do anything about this stuff. And so I feel stuck in it. But the invitation there is in that moment that if you and I feel overwhelmed, who wants to hear all about it? And so even on my retreat, in that moment, that holy hour where I was sitting there, I, I said, Lord, I just feel so overwhelmed with this and this and this. And the Lord says, tell me all about it. And, and in giving and talking to him about it, which actually became my offering. God, you, sometimes we feel like, I have nothing to offer God. In that moment, I had anxiety to offer him. So I gave it to him. So I told him, told him about it. And what did I get in, res in response? Was the Lord saying, I'm here. Thank you for telling me. And even if all these problems actually come into reality, that I will be with you there also that we will face it together. That no matter the challenges, no matter the difficulties, no matter how overwhelming you think that will be, that we'll face that together. And that is peaceful. That's why St. Paul says, he is our peace. Not, not having the world go the way I want it to, not having politics and, and laws go the way I think they should. But Jesus is my peace. 
that my salvation comes from him, not from the world doing everything the way I think it should. But our salvation, our peace comes from Jesus Christ, him with us. And when I take a moment and take a breath, even in the midst of a busy day, and I'm reminded of that, that God loves me, that God's with me, that God is my shepherd guiding all things for my good. And so I'd like to close just simply by reading our psalm today. Psalm 23, worth memorizing, worth praying with, reminding us of our God who's with us, working all things for our good. And if it helps you, you're welcome to close your eyes and just receive and rest in these words of the Lord for us. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In verdant pastures he gives me repose. Beside restful waters he leads me. He refreshes my soul. He guides me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side. With your rod and your staff that give me courage. You spread the table before me in the side of my foes. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come.